I am using an Apple product, so I don't have to worry about being on Sony. I'm... I do like Apple, yes. Uh, uh, you want to buy my iPad for me in these troubling times? <laughs> it's very tempting. <laughs> why would you why would you give in to this temptation, Peter? You know it's funny, me and Deshaun were talking and I was gonna try to sell it to you before Corona, but then everybody lost their jobs and I was like, mm, you probably don't want it now. I'm not gonna ask. No, 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 no but I, I but I, I told Ann, I was like, he's probably gonna do it anyway. <laughs> let let us let us barter real quick, Anthony. <laughs> I will give you it to you for five chickens. Uh, yes, yes. I, I I will wager that five chickens with a Snickers bar and three rations. Oh, okay. I didn't even say my other part. Okay. One Snicker bar. It is. I also want your first board. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Why am I... Can it be my third? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why does it have to be your third? <laughs> Why'd you offer your third, Pete? <laughs> you said, no, I want my first and second. The third one's an accident, so you can have him. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're spot on, Deshaun. I mean, the third one is just, it's just there. It's just, it's just there to breathe in. It's, it's just, it's not going to work, Wait, man. Take your firstborn. You, fine. You get a, you get the fun size Snickers bar. That's disgusting. Um, how are we recording this? Oh, I have it on Bouncecast. So it's, so Bouncecast, it's recording not only my voice over headphones, but it's recording everything that's on my laptop. So since you guys are talking, it has all your voices. I see. So it spies by foot. Yeah, basically. If I like, <laughs> like, like, Peter, will we allow this? Um, I didn't sign my first forms, so I guess technically it's allowed. You that s- my personal information is out there. You signed your FEMA forms last week, so you're good. I'm sorry, I don't go to American Red Cross anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Keep but you're asking for my blood. <laughs> Oh, but you're willing to do that for money. Yeah. Peter's a secret prostitute. He he, he sells himself for Who's, anything. Who says it's a secret? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We won't even Just give me a cookie and a juice and I'll be there. Sign up for that. <laughs> he said, he said. Julian was trying to sign up for that website too, Peter, actually. So this guy go. said, give him. The guy said, give him a cookie. Oh, my God. A cookie and a juice Give box. me a cookie. Exactly. He said, "Give me a cookie in a juice box." Like, oh my god. Yeah. Did you go to the settings and try to turn your your output volume? All right, we are live. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Improvatory, the podcast that tells stories through improv. Uh, We have been uh quarantined i'll just say that straight up so we're on discord and we have uh anthony and uh peter here along with uh our uh, special friend julian and that's right we're back yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so um 
what we have uh, for y'all today during this uh, COVID crisis is a sequel to uh, The Invasion, which is now Invasion Battle of Bunker Hill, 1775. Uh, so for everybody who don't remember, and we're all just refreshed anyway, uh, so the previous one was, uh, so the aliens came from Mars and started invading the whole place, and uh, everybody who was killed uh, came back as uh, the undead. So the col, uh, so the Brit, uh, so the British and the colonists had uh, joined forces against this new enemy who came out of nowhere and. Uh, George Washington had led a mission to find a missing sergeant who was in behind enemy lines and in the midst of that we had crossed the Delaware River and in the midst of that George Washington got his head blown off so he's dead yes. Uh, yes. and a lot of men were lost and it was only uh, Private Deshaun and Special Recruit Anthony and now the known Commander Peter and we managed to find the sergeant and then after that we returned to base where everything was decimated and you know the alien mothership came in from the sky. Yeah, it is uh, six years later and as a spring-off from the COVID-19 related issues this story also involves a plague if you remember because when the martians landed much like the colonists landed for the first time in what is now america they spread a disease so that's where the zombies came from the martians when they landed they spreaded their diseases now all the dead that they're killing are rising up as um so right this is the battle of bunker hill 1775 yeah yeah so well, basically, the, the known situation at this time is uh, the British and the colonists, they've, you know, they've already teamed up and uh, they're lear they learn that the invaders are planning to send reinforcements to Boston because they managed to take back Boston. And so the reinforcements are uh, coming. So they had, uh, under the command of William Prescott and uh, the other British guy or whatever, uh, over like 1,200 soldiers had fortified a defense line in order to combat the oncoming wave. So like they had like everybody like propped up in different places, uh, put us in the perspective. Uh, we're all soldiers. So all right. Special Agent Anthony is on the ground. Uh, he just woke up from a long night of unrest. It has been six years since he sought out to find Sergeant Brian alongside his friend, Private Deshaun, and whatever Peter's name was. He had watched as the leader of the great American army, Captain George Washington, General George Washington. His head was blown off right in front of Martians invaded that day, or more so than ever before, and he had never gotten over it. So he's had sleepless nights. So I woke up in the middle of the night, and I hear something going on on the horizon, like an unusual clacking sound. Every every few minutes, a huge clack, clack. So the rest of the camp is starting to shift awake, and I go out looking for the leader. Something really impressed me. But in my way there, I stumble across Private Deshaun. Ah, Deshaun, I didn't know you were sent up to the Bunker Hill. I thought you were still down in the south. 
I'm, I hope you know I'm no longer a private. It's been six years, so I'm a captain now. Okay, I don't know brother how brother in arms, and you're a private to me. <laughs> no, I will. I am now a captain. I don't know how that so, works, fine. but I am captain now. Fine, I'm still a special agent because we have no rank besides special agent. Fair enough. Is Pete along with you? Yeah. Peter's What dungeon? From across the room. Yes, uh, Sergeant Peter was being charged for treason for supposedly aiding the Martians. Uh, said, uh, oh. said Admiral. Said Admiral Jenkins from across the room. Yes, yes, yes. I do say so myself. <laughs> yes, it is quite a shame. It's quite a shame. It's just that. It's just yeah, it's it's really not that much of a shame. I didn't like him anyway. All right, Admiral Jenkins, you're part of the squad now. Let's go find William Preston and see what's going on with this sound. In the middle of the night, uh, Captain Deshawn, Special Agent Anthony, and Admiral Jenkins go off to find William Preston. And they stumble upon him in his general's quarters. General! Surely you've been hearing that sound throughout the night. Do, do you think it's the Martians making a move, or perhaps the British trying to colonize the uh, northern colony again? Uh, the general does not answer. He's looking out into the distance with his binoculars, with a grim look on his face. He turns around slowly and surveys the men in front of him. They have all known each other for many years now, but something, something felt different. There was a tension in the air. Admiral Jenkins, my most reliable admiral, you've come to me, and now I must send you on a mission. What say you, he says. I say, let the mission be done. What do I have to do? You will need, first, to go down into the dungeon and find the one known as Peter, whatever his rank was, before we stripped him of it. Learn what he knows of this Martian base where the they have been hoarding supplies. There's rumors that that noise that you hear in the distance is a new machine being worked on by the British and the Martians in a conspiracy together to take back the colony and then the entire world. We are the only thing that stand between them and overrunning the great colonies of America. This bunker, this bunker hill is the last thing we have and we need that intel. Now go get it. But I have one new quest. No. Is go there... get it. Okay. No. No. Go get it. <laughs> So the three men, the three men, followed by uh, their loyal uh, uh, German shepherd named Julian, kind of walk down into the dungeon. <laughs> they go in seeking their old comrade Peter, whatever his rank was before they stripped it. Him. Commander Peter. Uh, Captain Deshawn. <laughs> yes, Commander. Yeah. Captain Deshawn leads the way. He opens up the dungeon door, and behind the bars, he sees his old friend. And I'm like, look what had. I didn't do it. I didn't do nothing. I'm being scammed. All right, we need that intel, Commander Peter. Are you either gonna give up willingly, or German Shepherd Julian? Which one's gonna be? You get that mutt out of here! I'm allergic to dog. All right, sick him, boy. German Shepherd, <laughs> German Shepherd Julian tears at his, at his feet through the bars and rips off his sock. Now, Commander Peter has no stop, and it's cold. It's the middle of winter, and it's the battle of Bunker Hill. Don't be sick. Now, do you want more? Hmm? Do you want more oh, from him? I'm or are you going to give us the intel we need? 
Jenkins knows the details already. And then at he the, knows that he was there when it happened. And then at Special that agent Anthony is confused. He doesn't know. I mean, on one hand, your quorum is the man he used to trust, the man that he went on a death mission with to save their their beloved friend, Sergeant Brian, who is no more. Rest in peace. Um, <clears throat> but on the other his general, William Preston, told him that this is the case. Who should he believe, the authority or his old friend? Well, either way, we're going to have to go on this mission. Isn't that right, uh, Captain Deshaun? Yes. And we're going to need to go to this base anyway. So, I mean, what if we just take him with and leave Admiral J? I don't feel comfortable with him. <laughs> I agree. But at that very moment when we decide to free uh, the stripped commander of his, of his rank, uh, we hear... Uh, like cannon fire outside of the the dungeon and uh we like hear the ground shake and then we hear uh the sounds of the uh the moto motos which if you guys uh don't remember are the the like giant walking like laser shooting like giant things we never yeah, described we never described them but they're called <laughs> and at that exact moment a huge labor pierces the dungeon and kills Admiral Jenkins uh, well I, well, we have no choice we have to take Commander Peter so now so uh, so we uh, escape the dungeon and then in the midst of us escaping the dungeon uh, we see like out on the the battlefield of like down the hills where all the the soldiers are uh, flanks of uh, zombies start rising up from the water and start hurl like they're they're like the first wave of uh, like attackers from the enemy so they're like uh, rising up from the the sea and start running towards us and we're uh, the soldiers are shooting uh, their muskets but you know they gotta always reload so in the middle of all the chaos, the soldiers shout, There's zombies coming over I-95! How the hell did they get through? <laughs> and then busting so, uh, through the door with the laser switch, uh, William Preston finds his strongest soldiers that he has in the base. And he says, It's now or never, boys. You need to get out there and find that marching British base and take it down. Whatever they're doing is amplifying those zombie hordes tenfold. It's up to you. We'll hold them off until morning. But that's and then, it. Preston, then Preston sees uh, I have been released, and then he, he aims his pistol right at me, and then he puts it up to my forehead and asks me, "What did you do? Why no, <laughs> no, we need him. We need him." Special Agent Anthony stops him, and guard dog Julian jumps in front of his player to protect the weird Commander Peter that he's taken a weapon to after he ripped off the socks and presented in the sand. <laughs> Fine. But if you come back here, and if you don't make it before tomorrow morning, all is lost, and I promise you, I will kill you And then he storms away to join the defender as the men gear up and head towards the armory so they can secure themselves some weapons before they leave on their mission. So we go to the armory and when we when we arrive at the armory and 
Uh, all the soldiers are moving in and out, trying to get like uh, munitions and like, cannons and stuff like that ready. Uh, and we see over in the horizon that uh, they're holding off the horde, but they're getting closer and closer. And then uh, the the aliens start arriving, and they're like giant vessel tanks. They're not. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call them, but they're like little pods that house all the other aliens and they start uh arriving and start like hurting all the the zombies towards us while shooting their lasers and uh i yell at uh the former commander peter i'm like in order for uh, like we can't leave just yet because like it, you know we're under siege and if if we lose this position then the war is the war is done so we uh decide to halt our mission and defend Bunker Hill. But then I asked if there's any paperwork left for as I talked to Captain. Yes. Special Agent. Okay. Special Agent Anthony. Mm-hmm. Takes some tomahawks off of the armoring wall and he gathers five muskets and strings them along his back. And then he takes more muskets and then he ties them to German Shepherd Julie. And he says that while you defend Bunker Hill, me and German Shepherd Duke will secure that marching base and find that info that we need, and we'll be back. And the group is split up. Ah, uh, the team has been split. Yes. All right. So. Oh, and we're taking. We're taking. We we need a. Oh, uh, let's trade. Uh, I'll give you German Shepherd Julian, and I'll take uh, Commander Peter because I need his intel to find that Martian base. All right, Ben. So me and uh, German Shepherd Julian, uh, we get ourselves ready and uh, join in on the battle of Bunker Hill. There's like weapons everywhere, like being shot, uh, you know, limbs flying off. So it's like firing everywhere it's like a total war everybody's uh and zombies running up and we're shooting down and then uh at one moment i turn and i see uh one of the the invaders tanks fire a blast and it obliterates half of our fleet in an instant turning them into dust and it's like it's a total slaughter so i'm looking at you uh German Shepherd Julian, and I tell him to go find uh, uh, the commander. In the meantime, com- uh, former Commander Pete and Special Agent Anthony are hauling ass towards the Martian base. All right, Pete, you said that it's in this direction over here, but you said that it's hidden. I mean, how can they hide an entire base? Uh, what kind of technology is are we running into? They have very advanced technology. Never seen over this world. Oh you, oh, you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're cutting through a forest. Uh, it should only take them about 30 minutes, former Commander Pete says, to get there. So they're sprinting over through the forest, um, trying to avoid tripping because it's the middle of the night and it's dark and they're carrying heavy weaponry with them. Uh, so Special Agent Anthony, uh, uh, I don't know, Special Agent Anthony keeps running. In the meantime, cut back to the Battle of Bunker Hill where German Shepherd Julian is ripping zombies' throats out with his teeth. German Shepherd Julian is fighting his way back up the hill to get to the commander as he was instructed. He looks back and sees Deshaun holding off five zombies. At that moment, 
the man manning the cannon in front of him gets taken down. <laughs> While he's supposed to find the commander, he cannot leave his friend behind. <laughs> he jumps on that zombie and rips out his throat. <laughs> he gets all just yell over them. German Shepherd Ramirez, get on that AA gun and take down those marches! <laughs> so he eats the fuse with the sparks from the sharp teeth and fires a cannon. <laughs> Peeling off the hordes of zombies from the shop. <laughs> and then he turns back and makes eye contact. That dog has brought us a couple minutes. What the hell are we gonna do? It's uh, former Commander Pete, Special Agent Anthony. They are arriving outside of the Martian facility, but the entire thing is cloaked in a mail a veil of invisibility. Pete, how how are we supposed to get in? Special Agent Anthony asked. Commander Pete says that there is a passcode that you must enter doing something. What is it? It's like a... Passcode includes a synchronization of movement. Commander Pete uh, teaches Anthony on the bot, and it looks a lot like fusion from Dragon Ball and something to be written in the future that no one knows about yet. So they do this fusion dance and unleashes a small door in the ground. (laughs) They descend... (laughs) They open the door and descend down into this building, but it's basically an all-white facility. The walls are white, the ceiling and floors, and it is vacuum-sealed, so it's dead quiet. Yeah. All right, Pete, what are we looking for? How do you even know this? Special Agent Anthony asks. I heard you were abducted three years back, but I didn't believe the story to be true. As I continue to shush Anthony and put my finger on his lips, I tell him, you must follow the staircase speak a single word only because we will trigger off an alarm that kill human right, come back to the battle of bunker hill where captain deshaun is doing everything he can to hold off the forces he has had an idea of booby traps to buy themselves more time but he needs to get back to german shepherd julian so they can get to the army so uh, i run over and i call german shepherd julian uh to follow behind me so as i run to the armory i tell him to i told i tell the dog to to keep watch as i grab everything so the dog is keeping watch as uh the soldiers keep firing at the zombies while the zombies are ripping them to shreds and several of their alien commanders are um advancing up to the front and so uh the julian started barking and um, I look and I see it's one of the invaders uh, entering into the armory. So I'm like, oh, great. Over the years, I've only experienced like uh, zombies because I was the zombieologist, but I'd never had encountered uh, uh, in firsthand an alien like face to face. So I tried to stay quiet as uh, Julian, German Shepherd. Uh, runs over to me and we uh, we stay quiet as it enters the armory and I'm looking around looking for things that could penetrate its armor because uh, it's like has like a armored shield on. So the Martian is moving through the armor scanning for hostiles. Now this was no ordinary Martian. This happened to be one of the top lieutenants in the army. His name was Jeromeda and he was one of the toughest Martians that was sent to this western front to take over the the country leading up to their plot of global domination he had personally been sent here to see the the 
destruction of Bunker Hill. Because once this uh, fort had fallen, they would have another milestone in their campaign. So he's looking around, and he had come down to destroy the armory. So he starts putting down devices, explosive devices, on the walls and locking them in to have a timer set to five minutes. And while he's doing it, uh, Captain Deshaun is scrounging around trying to come up with a way to defeat him. Cut back to the where Commander uh, X, whatever people, and Special Agent Anthony are still making their way down the White Hall. They come to the end of it and they see a large laboratory door. Now, not wanting to make any sounds because Pete had kind of scared him, Special Agent Anthony just kind of points towards it like, you know, is this where we're going? And Pete gives him the nod. So Pete, knowing the code for this door somehow, types it in and it unlocks into a vacuum sealed, like, you know, debrief room. They enter and they walk forward. <clears throat> and Pete gives Anthony the nod that he can talk now. Where, where are we? We are in the deep archives. Now, as soon as we entered this room, something strange happened to former Commander Pete. All of the veins throughout his body started glowing a bright neon blue, as if he had triggered some weird property-based reaction in his own blood. The veins throughout his arms and, and his neck covering all the way up to his face, every vein in his body had bright neon blue that you could see shining through his skin. He turned to Special Agent Anthony and he said, this, this is where it begins. And it's also where it ends. Cut back to the Battle of Bunker Hill, where German, where uh, Captain Deshaun still hadn't come up with a way to defeat this uh, powerful Martian named Jerome. But luckily, German Shepherd Julian knew what to do. He snuck over to the Martian's bag and grabbed one of his timed explosives. And then he made a very, very sad dog sound. He went, you know, like when you step on the dog's tail. And the Martian turned around. This Martian, Geromino, was a fearless leader in the Martian army. However, he had a soft spot for human life animals. And he says, Human life animals. <laughs> At that moment, German Shepherd Julian, revealing his true hostile colors, throws the bomb on and locks it onto Geromino. While uh, Deshaun gathers up the, the remaining booby trap explosives they need, and they dash to the armory door and they get out just in time to close the door behind them and a explosion shakes them out. Surely that defeated Martian Lieutenant Geromino and they head off into the, the fields that Deshaun can set up the booby traps. And the worst thing about it is all of our weapons are now gone. Yes. But surely, surely Lieutenant Martian Geromino is dead now. So, so Deshaun sets up the booby traps and uh, Lieutenant German Shepherd Julian, because he just received a promotion mid-battle. Go over to meet William, uh, what was his name? Preston Prescott. His name is going to be Prescott from now on. They go to meet General Prescott and, and see what they can do to aid him. Captain Deshaun asks, uh, well, what do you want me to do, General? And the General said, General, uh, <laughs> General has no clue because he's already lost a lot of men and he already feels that the, the men are stupid anyway because they can't do anything <laughs> right. <laughs> he said, I don't know, half of them died to that tank. All we have is you and this damn dog. Now get out there and hold them off. We only we only can buy a few more hours before the bunker is overrun. Hopefully that damn traitor Pete can solve this crisis before it's too late. And at that moment when he said that, I look out into the field and all I see is a bunch of zombies ripping through 
uh, a bunch of soldiers as everybody's running back. And I'm like, okay, well, at least I have a dog. <laughs> in, in that in the mission to rise. In Call of Duty World War, when you activate the song, it plays. I don't remember the name, but it's playing somehow. No one has ever heard this sound. It seems like it's coming from the future, but the song is playing. Meantime, cut back to Pete and Anthony. So Pete turns around and he says, Last time we saw him, this is where it begins, and it's also where it ends. He walks over to a large computer terminal and he puts down his handprint, which is scanned into the machine. Uh, unlocking the machine, it recognizes his print and says, Welcome back. Anthony asks me, How do you have access to this machine? And I tell him, Because I'm not of this world. And in fact, another subspecies of Martian people who have, who have ran away from their home in order to find peace. So, Commander Pete, all along, a subspecies of a Martian uh, people who was sent here as a special agent with the sole mission to disrupt the main body of the Martian army because his subspecies of Martians did not believe in causing other planet. He was here to stop them. He couldn't reveal this back in 1969 during that fight on the Delaware 1969. River. 1969. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because he knew that it was too early. They wouldn't trust him yet. If they heard he was a Martian in the same year that the Martians landed, then they would never be able to trust him. But he needed to gain their trust so he could work towards the intel and stop this mass production. You see how the Martians always work is they find, uh, they find like, and anger in the world, and then they use a faction as their bidding. So in this case, in the colonies, they had been turning the British basically against the Americans and then using the British's bodies to like duplicate human zombie. Now this, from this terminal, Commander Pete knew he could stop them. He punches in the launch code to what Special Agent Anthony does not know. So, so uh, basically those uh, codes are like, it activates like a special defense hidden that uh, none of us knew about except for uh, the subspecies that Pete is a part of that they had put in place secretly. Turrets that appear out on the, the, the hills of the bunker hill that like you know it's like a um, like a hidden yeah, yeah, like a defense system. Yeah it's like a hidden defense system and it lays waste to all the zombies coming through. And then uh, the invaders notice this and they know that they're now going to be outnumbered because uh, what we don't know at this very moment is because um, you know the the reason why that humans are turning into zombies is because of an alien virus but it goes both ways like humans will get infected by the martian virus but the martians are getting infected by earth's known viruses and they're losing their numbers so they've been <clears throat> learning <laughs> So they've been learning to uh, herd zombies as their, you know, their like main force, while they have pulled back with their uh, turrets and moto motos and stuff, so so they can have like easy purging. But now that the special defense turrets are up and they're starting for the fire, they're losing their men. So now they're starting to retreat. The zombie defeated, and the main marching army in the Prefrontal Hill has been held until the more special agent Anthony and Martian commander Pete 
make their way out of this base. But before they do, Commander Pete goes into the nuclear reactor and sets it to detonate, destroying the Martian base behind them once they leave. So they make it back into the forest. The base lights a flame underground, no one ever to know that it was there, and burns away. The Martian forces head back to like their base in the meantime, and they head back to Bunker Hill, where they meet up with Lieutenant German Shepard Julian and uh, Captain uh, Deshaun, and William Prescott, the general in command, and they know. They know that for now, because, because they were allied, with this subspecies of Martians that they had held them back for the night, just as they had done six years earlier on the river in the Delaware. So that... This was a mere battle. A mere battle to be fought across the entire globe. One that would not end anytime soon. So then Pete uh, reveals that uh, we may have won the battle, but as always, we have not won the war. And he says that the, the war can end soon and the only way to do so is to destroy the mothership which is in yorktown but uh there's a lot to be done before we decide to make a full siege on that so uh that has been put on tab find out next time on an invasion of yorktown dun, dun, dun. Yeah. good job dog <laughs> Lieutenant, hey, Lieutenant German Shepherd Julian wins a medal from the leaders of the country, and he is now the designated dog of the American colonies, and he gets to be on the flight. Uh, that's it. Find out where everybody goes next time. Yeah. Woo. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And yeah. Will the next one be dope? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Well, well, that's that's uh, this week's uh, episode. Uh, stay tuned for more during this uh, quarantine. But you know, we're we're just all hanging in there. So, uh, war zone, boys. Some war zone. I'm down for some war zone. Uh, uh, Lieutenant German Shepherd Julian. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Or or is he busy? <laughs> Or is he busy on Persona? Uh, I stopped right before uh, my three-hour cutscene. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. God. is that long? It's about two hours and 15 minutes. Of, that of basically yeah. just... It, it, it's literally like if you took Inception and made it into the video game cut, playing the entire other story, that would be it. Yeah, it's... Oh my god. I didn't want to open that can of worms if I Oh my god. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah, well, um <laughs> I couldn't do you know, it took a little the... while back in the flow of things, but I think we got a good story banged up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I mean Alright, Julian, it... did you enjoy your, your trip as the German Shepherd who murdered many zombies? Slash one person. Geromino, who's definitely dead. Def definitely dead. You sure he's not uh, in the base? He might be. You might be. Find out next time. Uh, perhaps I rip out his vocal cords and assimilate them with my own structure? Who knows? <laughs> Is German Shepherd Julian a part of the Martian subspecies and that's why he knows how to use muskets and cannon? Find out next time. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know how many of y'all have seen Jojo Rabbit. I'm thinking of either 
German Shepherd, German Shepherds, or German Shepherd? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> He's a German Shepherd. <laughs> he has his shepherd's cane. That was like an hour. Right? <laughs> no, that was thirty minutes. That's it. Okay, that's good. I wanted to keep it, you know. Yeah, it was thirty minutes. That's that's the, actually the first time in a while. I mean, no, uh, the other stuff that was pre-recorded that, I, like, while uh, Tales of the Wild Wild West, I waited so long because I already, you know, I had other things, but that was like one of the shortest ones from recently. But every other one was like a whole hour long, and I like I editing know. it was. Cry- I wanted to cry sometimes editing them. I know, but yeah. I think I think just making them even if we can make them even more concise. You know, you can yeah, yeah, I, for the best. But, yeah, you know, I, that way we could do bite size. Yeah, it's like little bits, story bits or something like that. But yeah, yeah, I was just like, oh my god, it's a whole hour and a half. <laughs> And I was just like, I gotta, I gotta cut this down. <laughs> I don't want to cry. What do you mean? Uh, you have quarantine time now. <laughs> quarantine. I've been editing a, f- I've been editing a film for the past two days. That, <laughs> and I just was at first I was disinterested. two days when you have two more weeks? <laughs> at first I was disinterested, but I realized that it was about the old ladies that tried to rob a bingo night. Because uh, they uh, didn't have enough money to live in a retirement home, so they decided to do that. But then they ended up in jail, and now they want to stay in jail because it's free housing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but now the prison has uh, COVID nineteen, so everyone in there. Uh, uh, oh, now did they you have to break up? <laughs> I saw Bill Cosby was trying to petition to get out, and they were just like, "Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Bill Cosby." <laughs> oh, but six nine. <laughs> I found that funny because six nine he got out, even though he had like twenty five years, was it? And then all the other rappers are still in jail, <laughs> and all the other bra- <laughs> celebrity the people. Kelly one make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> R. Kelly said, I'm scared for my life. Remember the the meme where it said uh, R. Kelly tested positive for uh, she wasn't 19? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was 22, obviously. Uh. (laughs) He really said that in an interview. (laughs) What is 18? What? (laughs) Oh my god. Yeah, in prison's just the word. What if she's 18? I mean, she's legal. You say age is just a number, yeah. but prison is just a word. <laughs> How young is age? 18? R. Kelly really <laughs> Oh my god, he needs shit, man. I don't care what you Did you guys hear that they're reopening jo- uh, certain places in Georgia? Yeah, they're reopening. Yeah, yeah I'm not Fuck. surprised. They're right, yeah, they're right next to Florida. <laughs> the South is acting up right now, and I'm not appreciating it. Honestly? Oh. <sighs> my dad and I were talking about it, and you see that the price of uh, oil per barrel went down to negative $40 a gallon? Holy uh, fuck. <laughs> they'll pay me to take that. 
so so basically free, right? <laughs> you just go to a big supply deal and they just give you a bill free. <laughs> you just like here, here you go. That'll keep my house. No warm. one's driving no more. <laughs> that'll keep me. Uh, that'll keep my house warm when I light it on fire. Nobody cared who I was until I put on the mask. Guys, I actually had to do today that was basically just like homework, and it was exhausting. <laughs> you're back to you're back to like, doing homework to a, again. I had to make a. I had to make like a PowerPoint, I had to make an infographic, and I had to type a document, and I'm like, I'm basically just in school. Uh, yeah, well, I, I was brave enough to shave my entire head. Mm. Yeah, yeah, what? what? I, I'm not gonna lie, I was not expecting that photo to show. <laughs> yeah. well, did you send an actual photo? Yeah, no, I sent it a one second long. A one I second snap. I saw the one with Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I, I sent a one-second snap to uh, um, our oh, Snapchat. Snap. Yeah, yeah, I sent it to Brian right. and Peak. I was like, I'm only giving you a oh, second. Oh, the Brian and Peak Snapchat. Yeah, I get yeah, I, I was not. I was like one second only. And Brian was mad. <laughs> no, I'm sending you an individual snap, Anthony. I don't trust Pete. I, tr- I trust you enough to not screenshot it. <laughs> what do you mean? You don't. What do you mean you don't trust me? I told you I wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, but Brian could. And then if one of y'all have it, then it's there forever. <laughs> nah, it's okay. I just found a photo of you. Then I Photoshop uh, you with the bald. <laughs> it was it was just a sporadic thing. Like I, I had I haven't had a haircut since New Year's and. I was just like looking at, I, I was trying to, every day I wash my hair and combing it to so I can not feel so every like. Every day I break my bones, and every night I break my back. Nah, I, you, man. I break it, the back now. It just keeps reminding me of that meme that I keep seeing. Like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so pale? (laughs) (laughs) No, I have been inside for the past week. No, actually, I went outside today. I took Jaden for a walk. But other than that, I haven't been there for five days. I was talking to Safan apparently about like the unemployment and how like. Because I, I asked him about like the student employees and like some other things from my brother-in-law as well. Apparently, you and I should still be able to qualify under like I guess the new pandemic stuff. So yeah, when you filed yours, Pete, did you file it like due to COVID nineteen? Yeah. Um, okay. That's the thing. That's still that's still yeah. That's that's what I that's what I did too. Um, and yours also didn't work. No, I I mean I, I'm. In the same Pete uh, situation with Pete, uh, like they it gave came back saying the same way. Zero yeah. benefits. Julian, did yours work? I don't know. Actually, yeah. get I'm just pending still. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you filed yours, did you have to fill out the like fact that you're a student, but you also work for? Because there for like occupations and stuff. There's like separate tabs for like the filing for like when you're a college student and like you're not in school now oh yeah i feel like one the yes or no right then yeah 
Yeah, I just I wonder if that affects it somehow. They're like, well, they're in college, so their job's not a big deal. So fuck them. No unemployment money. Yeah, I think that that's what it is. Because 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 college students, I know they don't qualify if you like worked on campus and stuff. Yeah. So and that really sucks, man. But it doesn't. But for me, I work. I actually, just told Jocelyn to see if she qualifies because even though she's still working, she had a reduction in hours. So I think oh, yeah. that should actually still count. Yeah. At least. If that's the case, then she should be getting around. Well, I was just looking at like two thirteen every week. Right, right, right. right. So I told her she, she should fly around. Mm. Anyway, all right. She was working full time hours though. Yeah, she's down oh, like yeah. twenty six hours. Yeah, but like Peter Deshawn, are you guys working forty hours a week, or was it under part time? Well, Anthony, you still get unemployment though, so I wonder. I don't no, know. No, I, I don't get unemployment. Yeah, because he's getting sick leave. He got no, sick leave. No, I'm still getting, I'm still doing work in. He, he got that. Yeah. So you can't, but since, I guess it's not technically a reduction. No, in yeah, because I'm part time, so they could yeah. pay me one hour and consider it part time. So yeah, I mean, for for me, I work two jobs, and well, one of them was on campus, like you know, Ramapo, but the other one was a different company that just is stationed on campus. So I was trying to see if I, at least I can get some from that because I was working more than 20 hours with that, but uh, guess not. So. Well, that's yeah, thing. but even though it's not through the college, it's still an on-college job, so they might yeah. not. You are like a college Starbucks. I wonder how they all thought. No, I don't know. I feel like for you, Deshaun, you have also more of a reason to get the benefits. Only because it is like technically yeah, outside Yeah, it wasn't company. like a work stuff. Yeah, it's Sodexo. Because you were, yeah, Sodexo. Yeah, it's Sodexo. Was the, the other one, I guess, is technically just straight up Brampo. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That's so uh, dumb. Yeah, and then anyway. yeah, that's the thing that sucks. Uh, man, that's why my government food and government money. Uh, what? Do you want to come to my birthday party? Right now. On Saturday. Uh, where is it? Here. I guess. <laughs> so Stay far, down. it's you, Marie, mommy, daddy, and Charlie. That's so the whole family. Fuck Marie with us now. That is so sweet. Right. Right. We're gonna have wine. I'm good. Okay. I'm still deciding. Okay, that sounds fun. Someone says no to the birthday party. What is that? Oh my god. Say, refuse a birthday party in quarantine. <laughs> Uh, what? All right. Lock yourself in the room. Right. <laughs> Julian, do you, uh, are you familiar with, uh, what is even the name?